Hey, good morning, Facebook, YouTube, and Periscope. And as usual, every Sunday morning, we do our week NFL or football. Let's just say football 2020 preview. Um, this is week seven. And usually what we do is we go down the schedule of all weeks, all the week's games, upcoming games, and, you know, give our uh, opinion about the games. And you, we usually do uh, the schedule according to uh, – one of the four-letter networks, uh, and the first game up the back on their schedule is uh, the Cowboys visiting the Washington football team. Uh, any thoughts, gentlemen? The Cowboys don't win this game, man. Like <laughs> the Cowboys don't win this game. Like, like I said, like I said before, like I said two weeks ago, I will never go against Dwayne and Q. When it comes to the Cowboys, but I don't want to say there's no way they're not going to win this game, but they should win this game. I'm I'm saying like the Cowboys aren't good, but the Redskins are terrible. They're terrible. There's no way. Like I don't like. I'm just going to wait to see what y'all say, and I'm going to agree with you. But I'm going to say that they should win this game. I'll go. I'll, I'll go before Dwayne goes. Uh, usually Dwayne will go before me, but I'll go before Dwayne goes. Unless unless the Washington football team has became the new CVS or the new drug fair where a person can go get a prescription, <laughs> there is absolutely no way I think the Dallas Cowboys can beat the Washington football team today. Based off of Dallas's lines are hideous, Washington at least has a great defensive line. Dallas cannot get a pass rush against any team. Dallas's offensive line, um, I can give you the offensive line of the Seton Hall Pirates and name those guys quick and I give you the offensive line of the Cowboys. I can tell you who's starting on the Cowboy line today. I, I, I know you know who's starting, sir. Okay. Uh, I just don't see – I just don't see – the Cowboys being able to win this game. I mean, when you look at the mistakes that they do, the self-inflicted mistakes, the um, lack of understanding when it comes from a play-calling perspective of realizing what's the strength of your roster and what you need to do to protect your players, I just don't see Dallas winning. I'm just being honest. Um, I would be happy as a Cowboy fan for them to win, but I uh, – this, this preview and our review at night is not based on being a fan. It's based on what I see. And I just uh, – Ron Rivera does not coach that team to put them in position to lose. Um, I can't say that about all the coaches on the Cowboys staff. And um, I'll let you guys take it away from there, Dwayne and uh, Pat. Pat can go ahead. I still can't hear Pat. I don't know what's going uh, on. Well, here's the deal. This game is in Washington. It's on natural grass. The the, the weather forecast is 47 degrees and 70, 75% chance of rain. It's raining at FedExville right now. Um, you have a situation where you have Chase Young. Um, you have Sweat. You have Payne. You have Allen all along that Washington defensive front. And the Cowboys are starting Cam Irvin, Connor Williams, Tyler Badditch, uh, Connor McGovern, and uh, Terrence Still at offensive line. They better off bagging groceries 
at Food Lion down there. I'm sorry, at Giant or Safeway. There's no Food Lions in Maryland. There's a Giant and there's a Safeway. This offensive line is better off bagging groceries today. Uh, Zeke Elliott has fumbling issues. I got the jersey on today. I love Zeke. He got fumbling issues. It's wet today. Hopefully he don't have them damn sleeves on his arms. And uh, Andy Dalton has to has to get the ball, get rid of the ball quicker. Can't hold the ball. The pressure's gonna be coming. Defensively, I don't know what to expect from the Dallas Cowboys. I know that they got Randy Gregory coming back. Sean Lee is a game time decision. He may play today, but uh, with the way that the weather is and the way that this team is on the road, um, I think Washington wins this one 21-20. Pat, still can't, still can't hear you, Pat. So, Anthony, you, you got, uh, me and Dwayne both. You hear me? Pick, both yeah, now we can hear you, Pat. Can you hear me? Now we can. Now we can. Well, I I, well, I think this morning, I'm, a, I'm just when it comes to the Cowboys, I'm gonna I'm I'm my new policy is to agree with y'all. <laughs> so <laughs> so whatever y'all say, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going. With. Well, we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna move right along because there's nothing else to say about this game. Yeah, it's um, nothing else. Next next game is the Lions and the Falcons. Um. I, you know, you just don't know what you're going to get from the Atlanta Falcons from I mean, the Detroit Lions from week to week. Um, I think the Falcons came out spirited for uh, interim head coach Raheem Morris last week. Um, they just look different. Um, the game is in Atlanta. Uh, I think this could turn into a little bit of a shootout. But, uh, yeah, I'll take the Lions today in a close one. Anthony, what do you think about that game? I think I'm taking the lines too. It's gonna be a close one. Like I said, it depends on which version of the Atlanta Falcons show up. Like Dwayne said, you get sometimes they look like world beaters, and sometimes they look like the worst team on the field. So, and then you know everything's in flux, and you got uh, people with trade talks and stuff like that. They're talking about maybe getting rid of Julio and Matt Ryan, and you know, so you know, it depends on what day it is, but you know. And this game, like I said, I got to take the Lions too. I think it'll be close, but you know, because because you know, like the same way, you're not going to get, you know, the Lions team's not consistent. You never know what kind of Matt Stafford you're going to get either. You know, the word is the word is that your team might be sniffing around for Matt Ryan. What's going on with that? Hey man, I put it like this. Like like I said, I was saying before, like Jimmy Garoppolo got us to a Super Bowl, but no, no, sir. His, yeah, on this I'm, show, I'm, I'm, on this I'm show, on this show, his name is Porn Star. Porn Star. Okay, all right. So, <laughs> so Porn Star Jimmy <laughs> got us to a Super Bowl, right? But as a 49 fans, we all know that he's not Kyle Shanahan's type of quarterback. Kyle Shanahan wants a quarterback that can do all the things Kyle Shanahan wants to do. Like, like that last game last week, he schemed a lot of that. He schemed for Jimmy Garoppolo. Easy throws, let Debo and Ayuk and Kittle do all the work and stuff like that. He would love a Matt Ryan. Like, if they let him pull the trigger on and said, fuck it, we can go switch for switch. Because the money's the same. And I think I think he I think he would prefer a Matt Ryan quarterback. So I wouldn't be surprised if like he came available. They would just be like, you know, they'd be like, fuck it. Like, <laughs> like let's 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 trade it. Cause we can get out, we can get out of Garoppolo's contract this year. And not and not like uh, lose any significant money. So, 
you what know. do you think, Pat, about that game? The Lions game? Yeah, Lions-Falcons. Uh, I like the Lions. I think Swift is actually pretty nice. Um, I think he I noticed your hat. I noticed your hat this week, Pat. What's up? I noticed your hat this week. <laughs> I just didn't feel like washing my face, man, to be honest with you. But yeah. <laughs> Monday night football this week. So I gotta I, I, I'm gonna take the lines. I think we pump, I think we the Falcons. I think the Falcons. I think the Falcons might give a, a fighter's chance. I mean, if they start scoring, the Lions can't score with them. Uh, excuse me. Next game. Uh, question, thank you. Come on, man. Next game is we got Browns Bengals, fellas. Uh, <laughs> listen, man. I mean, the Browns is four and two, man. But they're an enigma. You just don't know, man. They don't trust their QB. <laughs> I mean. I never known a four and two team that just don't trust their quarterback, man. And they hate uh, Baker Mayfield. Yeah, I mean, but but Mayfield is four and one in his career against the Bengals, and uh, I think they should win today. Long story short, I think the Browns beats the Bengals today. That's the battle of Ohio. That's the battle of Ohio right there, man. I've been I've been I've been I've been doing. What's funny is this week I uh. I actually been doing a lot of stuff on the Brown stuff, like watching, looking at a lot of stuff they doing going on their page. Yeah. I think the Browns, Dwayne said perfectly, they're four and two. Um, but Stefanski has changed the culture. But I think they might need to make some moves. And I may sound crazy for a four and two team, they might need to trade Odell because it's it's not saying the talent is not there, it's just too much of a sideshow when you're trying to trade the culture of your team. Well, it's too much going on. Like, even though, okay, you want to compare his antics and say, well, he's not doing nothing but what Tom Brady does. Tom Brady's one. Tom Brady has invested. Tom Brady has gold to play with. He's got them trophies to play with. I And I get it. And I know that a lot of uh, the three-letter networks always try to say, well, well, why he could do it and Brady couldn't do it. Like, at the end of the day, we can look for an angle with that. Odell is just one of those players that will take away from a team like that that's trying to change their culture. And um, like Dwayne said, and what we noticed, they don't trust Baker. And I think they need to cut bait now. And it might sound they, crazy. They, they, no, it doesn't because they hate him. They hate him. It's it, it's like it's like, it's like, all right, it's like take the limbo. It is. It's, that star. It, it's the same thing. It's, it's the same thing. The 49ers are going through with Jimmy Garoppolo. Like they're they they're four and two. They got a good record on paper and stuff like that. But they know that Baker Mayfield ain't it. Like he's not like he's not it. Like he's not it. Like he's not it. So I'm gonna pick the Bengals to win. I, I was gonna do that too, because like it's the Battle of Ohio and and Burroughs the Ohio kid. He's the Ohio boy. So Nine times out of ten, I even think Bengals fans, I mean, Browns fans might be rooting for Burrow and stuff like that. Like, damn, I wish we had that quarterback. Like, <laughs> it's like we wish we had him. So, Shit, I wish we, I had Kay Adams looking at her on TV this morning. And getting back to your point about – Getting back to your point about uh, – about, uh, about, uh, about, uh, about Odell, I think they do need to trade him because, like, you saw, you saw his face last week. 
He was like, he had to like, and I don't mean to curse, but he had to like fuck this shit. Me. Yeah, like, he was yearning for his kicking. He was yearning for his kicking that last week. He was yearning for his kicking that last week. Yeah, he was hey, hot uh, last week. We gonna, we gonna, we gonna, we gonna move on from them, man. Yeah, because they, they gotta move next on. Game, this next game, on. y'all. They gotta move on from K. Adams right now. Jesus. This Christ. next game, um, oh, this next game is is what I would consider for those of us that grew up in the '80s and love run and play defense. This next game is the game of the year. Oh, the Bills and the Jets? No. Oh. No. The, the Steelers and the Titans. Dwayne. Oh, man, you can't go to that one. You got to make that the last it's one. It's on the o'clock. list. No, it's on the you list. You got to make that the last it's, one. O'clock. I can't Damn, skip bro. over. I'm scrolling using one of the Latin Network's uh, uh, schedule. Okay. All right. Okay. Steelers and the Titans. It's going to be hard. <laughs> That's going to be a hard one, man. Um, You got the Ben Roethlisberger factor. Now you got the now you got Claypool. He's been playing well. He's they he's they new stud weapon now. You ain't even heard too much of Juju because Claypool putting up the numbers now. And then you have the Titans who have a fresh off of Henry's, you know, Henry's uh two hundred yard, two hundred and six or whatever yard game. It's it's funny that these two teams is playing each other. Dwayne, get it together. And then, it's funny that these two teams playing each other, right, Anthony? Yeah. Because these two teams, these two teams last week, um, lost two Michigan Wolverine guys, right? Come on, man! Why and, are you and doing both, that? Bro? And both players mean so that? much to what they're doing. Come on, man! Easy. If you look at the Steelers, I don't know if a lot of people been watching them. The Steelers might have the fastest defense I've seen in years. Oh yeah, they are fast and they they get to the ball. And now with Bush not being there, does their identity change? And then when you look at the Titans without telling Lawan, they play bully ball. And up until last year, when he called himself out, he's been the best tackle I've seen. I mean, I I have to be honest, he's been the best left tackle I've seen since he called himself out in the media and said that game was on me. I gotta play better. I played like doo-doo. <laughs> he didn't need the media to do it or no other or his team. He did it himself in the post game. And this guy has been playing like little like uh Anthony Munoz type of left tackle with that oh, beast in the backfield. Old yeah, I'm, Bengals, USC. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Taylor Lewan been playing. If you've been watching, he's been playing super uh, uh all pro level football. So well, Dwayne. Well, you see the hat. And he's a Michigan man. But here's the thing, man. Today, I got a little personal feeling on this game today, okay? Um, Well, I think there's two things. I think Derrick Henry is going to take the comments of ESPN's Ryan Clark to heart today. I don't know if you heard what Ryan Clark said about Derrick Henry on Friday. I think he lost his mind. Talking about he only does what he does to DBs. You'll never see him do that to a linebacker or a defensive end, which I don't know what. I don't know what he was Ryan, watching. I don't know what Ryan Clark. I don't know what Ryan Clark been looking at. I don't know if it's that ESPN putting Kool Aid in his veins, but Derrick Henry runs over everybody in his path. I don't care if you're a damn nose tackle. That boy is huge, man. You see Derrick Henry, I, but um. In order well, to get to the third level, that means you run past the first yeah. and second level. Well, listen, today, level. like I, the first and second level. <laughs> today, 
today, you know, I'm picking this game with my heart more than any knowledge. I'm going with the Pittsburgh Steelers because of their right tackle, number 76, uh, Chooks Okafor, a former Western Michigan Bronco, rode a boat. And uh, it hurts me that my, one of my favorite Michigan players of all time, Devin Bush, won't be playing today. But the man that's replacing him is number 41, Robert Spillane, another member of that 2016 Western Michigan Rose Bowl, Bron- uh, Cotton Bowl, Bronco team. So I'm rowing the boat kids, today. They put a lot of kids in the league. Yes, sir. And I'm rowing the boat today with the Pittsburgh Steelers. As Jamari squad, Jamari squad mates. Yes, sir. Row the boat. <laughs> I, I have to take Tennessee only because they're at home. You take them, and you'll be a loser today. <laughs> All right. I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna hey, Pat, can we hear you now? He's having Wi-Fi uh, issues. Pat, I'm, gonna rock with, I'm gonna rock with Tennessee, though, man. All right, so I'm the lone wolf right now. I'll hide <laughs> like they do on NFL Network, but I won't. I, I, don't, I, don't, I just like I like Tennessee's game right Yo, now. Our next game, our next game is a very interesting game. It is Matt Rule and his Carolina Panthers. I knew you were going there. Going into the New Orleans Saints. Well, listen, um, I like to turn the return of Teddy B to New Orleans uh, today. Um, you know, the Saints are missing wideouts, man. They have no Emmanuel Sanders today. Mike Thomas is out again. So, I mean, I know it's in, you know, the the, the Superdome and all that. Um, I don't know. I, I like Matt Rule. I say it all the time. I wanted him to be the Dallas Cowboys head coach, but that's that's history, so whatever. But I like the Panthers in the upset today. Anthony. Uh, I want to take the Panthers in the upset special, but I can't because Drew Brees still plays for the Saints. Even though he doesn't have uh, Michael Thomas and Emmanuel Sanders, which are both big components of the game, I still think he'll find a way. Like, he'll just – he'll find a way. Like, great quarterbacks always find a way to win games like this. And – you know, I think uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna say they're just gonna put it on Drew Brees' shoulders. Sean Payton's gonna put it on Drew Brees' shoulders and say, "Hey, man, just figure it out. <laughs> figure it out." I think it's, I think it'll be close because they don't have the weapons. But I I, I think the, I think the uh, Saints will eke it out. This but, is the game where I think that uh, I think the wheels fall off of, uh, the Saints this week, based off them rumors, them rumor stories, and I believe the rumors are true. That they do want to, they are dangling uh, Michael Thomas out there. Uh, Michael Thomas, um, great receiver, worked hard. He's been an overachiever since he's been in the league. But I noticed that he's been getting a little snippy lately. And I think, and I think that, uh, <laughs> I think that, that he's going to, uh, I think the Saints are going to unravel this week. I think, um, basically, I think Carolina's going to go in there and they're going to show. How Drew Brees doesn't have the arm strength that he once had, yeah. and they're going to force them to try to throw long. And I don't think he can throw long like he used to. I just think Carolina is going to get him. I, I think that uh, I think New Orleans is really, 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 re- really a team in trouble. And uh, Dwayne made a, a a forecast that New Orleans might be the team that may go after a Pacific quarterback that plays in Dallas. Yeah. And um, I believe that 
we got to be very careful, Sean Payton, because Sean Payton is a is a forward thinker when it comes to NFL rosters, and um, I think he might be gutting his franchise a little bit sooner than later. Definitely that offensive side of the ball. Because, overall, yeah, because even with Kamara, as good as Kamara is and explosive he is with the ball in his hand, you can't give him the ball 25, 30 times well, a game. Well, well if you, you know, remember, if you remember, they tried to trade him earlier in the season. Well, they're gonna make him available gonna, earlier. Yeah, they're gonna reboot it. This is Drew Brees' <laughs> twenty. This is Drew Brees' twentieth and last season. He's already signed on for his next career. You know, he's gonna be a, a, a analyst. And he's done 20 years, and he got his one Super Bowl. And come on, man. I think sometimes Sean Payton is a little disrespectful to Drew Brees. I mean, stop putting Taysom Hill in some of these games, man. Like, cut it out, man. Like, you got a, you got a, you got a Hall of Famer that's still getting it done, and you take him off the – you be having him splitting out wide for Taysom Hill. You know, I just don't get it. You know, it's funny. It's funny you said that, Dwayne. I just think, I just think that any team that does that, to their starting quarterback, to me, and I'm not attacking the Eagles, but it's the truth. Any team that does that to their starting quarterback, I think it's just so disrespectful to their skill set. Oh, I mean, I mean, I don't need no other quarterback to come in and get a spark. If he's a good quarterback or a good runner with the ball, put his ass out of wide at a flanker somewhere. But they, even, they, even right they disrespect Reese. They putting Taysom Hill in on like on like first and second down. I'm like, oh shit, they putting yeah, him in crazy. on like first down. Like, it's crazy. Oh. Oh. Next game is that game. Uh, <laughs> I'm just gonna say I'm I'm picking the Bills. I right, we know who they Buffalo. we know who they playing. This is Bills. <laughs> so sad. So sad. My my brother my brother loves that team, but I so sad I can just talk, go go it's, right past that team. There's nothing. That, there's nothing. Only thing. Only thing that's that's up there is to see when Gates gets fired. If they fire him, that's it. It's Gates watch now. That's yeah. it. <laughs> Packers, and I'll uh, be honest with you on that Gates watch. Y'all gonna think I'm crazy. But I think a lot of that is going to depend on what happens with this uh, presidential election. I oh, think yeah. if Biden wins the election, Gates is going to get fired because Woody what Johnson you come back? is part. He's part of the Trump administration. So he's going to be mad at the going to get rid of yeah, yeah, yeah. But he hasn't really been paying attention. <laughs> and he got his brother in charge, and his brother just. His brother's <laughs> not an NFL owner. He don't know what to do, man. <laughs> but enough on that. Packers, Next, Texans. Uh, Packers, Packers. Not, not not a long discussion. Packers, on that I don't even want to talk about that game. I just, yeah. I mean, once you get past week, we're in week seven, and once you get to a certain point, sometimes teams don't bring uh intrigue to the game. And I will say this: bro, bro. Thing, I, I'm saying I feel bad for Deshaun, man. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Damn, fucked up. What they doing to him? Absolutely. <laughs> well, one thing, one thing I can say is that um, uh. Our guy, I know all three of us love Chris Carter. Chris Carter said it best. He said, the NFL is the one sports franchise that is all about fit and scheme. And unfortunately for Deshaun, you know, he took his money, which he was supposed to. Supposed Because he earned it. But sometimes you got to ask yourself, what's around you? And is you in a stable organization? And the Texans is in flux. They gonna, they're probably still trying to get an owner, which COVID probably hurt them. With the ownership thing and uh, I think they will. I think going forward though, after this season, they'll have a gentleman, Will McClay, who'll try to rebuild that organization, and we'll see what happens from there. 
That's why I'm trying to tell people, I think, you know, I think you're going to have a Will McClay, Matt Eberfuse going forward in Houston. If if you have that in Houston, you won't have a problem. Uh, Buccaneers and the Raiders. Um, That's going to be a good one. First four o'clock game. I'm, I'm tired of the whole Tom Brady and them jamming them down our throat. I mean, that's that's the 4 o'clock game they're giving us in New York. Um, let's just say this. If Brady was still in the Patriots uniform, the 4 o'clock game in New York would be 49ers Patriots. So the way this league goes, they're going to give you Tom Brady and the Cowboys. That's what these networks do. Um, I just think with everything that went on with Las Vegas this week, with all their linemen being in quarantine and one of their linemen not being able to play, um, I just don't see how they beat the Bucks today. Yeah. Well, you know, like, you know, there's storylines, like Dwayne said, there's storylines with the Patriots. I mean, Patriots South. <laughs> Patriots South now. And, you know, they got the whole A-B circus in there now. So, yep. you know, they're going to probably spend half the game talking about, you know, A-B and, you know, what's going to happen. And now they're going to talk about how Tom Brady is – Probably one of the front runners again because now they got AB and yep. and uh and Godwin and 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 uh and what's the name of Mike and Mike uh what's the, I forget his name Mike Davis or Mike Evans Mike Evans so they got all of them you know and Gronkowski so we got to hear that <laughs> for for three hours um like I said I I don't think they I think the uh, who are they playing again I'm sorry they're playing the, the Raiders, Raiders. <clears throat> but you know look man. The Raiders, they look good against against the uh against the Chiefs, you know, which is probably we can say all of us would agree that's the best team in the league right now. And uh, you know, uh uh Carr Carr has a connection with Ruggs now. You know, Ruggs Ruggs has been looking good and he helps their offense. Him and uh Darren Waller and all of them. I, I like them. I, I think they I think they could beat I think they could beat uh they could beat old man Brady. In a in a buck, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pick. You know, it's my upset. I'll pick. Uh, I'm gonna pick the Raiders to win this game. Yeah, well, it's that's gonna a, be interesting. That's a, that's be a, interesting um, because, that's like a I pick. said, like I said, with their with their offensive line being so much in flux this week and not practicing due to COVID, and now you're looking at Indomikasu and and the rebirth. Actually, um, I, I think it's going unnoticed in this league the way that uh, JPP is playing this year. Yeah, he's playing um, good. That's, Tampa that's, Bay, he playing very well. Monsters. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I worry about I worry about Dave, uh, Derek Carr uh, today against them. One of the, one of the things that Dwayne you just alluded to it is um, I think that last week we finally with all the hoopla and the Buccaneers and um, the Buccaneers has become that team that you want. You like the players, but you don't want to root for them if that's not your team. But one thing last week that I noticed. Is down down ten nothing. We fu- we saw the Todd Bowles defense from Arizona. That defense, if Tom Brady could play with that defense, they'll walk to the Super Bowl because Todd Bowles had them guys flying on that field. And um, yeah. it's fun. It's funny when you when you you know you have that. You know, because Bowles is right there from Elizabeth, and you, and everybody loves Bruce Aaron's. He's always been a player's coach. We know guys that played under Bruce Aaron's. They're very easy to root for, 
and they're they're easy to like from a from a, just a football standpoint. Um, even if quote unquote people don't like Brady or whatever, how could you not like other players on their teams? How could you yeah, not like tough. Mike Evans? And even with the AB thing, is that um one thing that I, I respect about AB and you know. Uh, me and Dwayne spent a lot of t- time on him last year, and his train wreck is that AB put his chin down and shut up, and stayed out of social media and, and worked on AB. So uh, going forward, I, I got to pick the Buccaneers this game just because what I seen last week out of Bowles defense, man. You know what's gonna happen? Man, you know what's I'm gonna happen? You. The last pass Brady threw to AB was a touchdown. <laughs> you remember that? The last pass he threw it on before he went out was a, was was a touchdown. <laughs> yeah, it's, just, it's hard for me to go against them guys. I, you uh, know, I like the Raiders right now. I, I like them. Raiders Raiders Raider strength Raiders strength, believe it or not, is their offensive line. Um, with the COVID, I, it's going to be tricky how now running gonna, back man they're going to perform. Chiefs Broncos. Chiefs. <laughs> I'm I'm very interested in this game uh, today. I'm interested to see how they incorporate Lev Bell into the offense. I know this morning they were reporting that they said that he's going to actually split reps with the rookie running back. So mm. the rookie running back had a had a big showing last week. Mm. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see how they incorporate Lev Bell into this. I think one of the things you may see. I think a lot of, of some of the things you may see is them on the field at the same time together with them putting left bell in the slot because we know how he catches the ball. And, damn, that's just what Pat Mahomes needed, another explosive weapon on that offense. What, so do, you guys like, like what do you guys think about what Brett Favre said about this signing? What did he I got to be honest, I didn't hear what he said. He said he hear. said that they didn't need him, and the only the only reason why they got him basically is to help him. Help him, him get, and, and and they're basically going to be forcing him the ball because they don't need him. Okay, so I halfway, I halfway understand what Brett Favre was saying. So, like, basically, Le'Veon Bell was in in purg, he was in purgatory, he was in Jets purg, he was in purgatory. I don't care how good of a running back you are, you know, except what's your name is Frank Gore. <laughs> you're not gonna, you're not gonna look good with the Jets. He wanted to get out, of, he wanted to get out of, out of. Um, uh, I'm sorry. Um, not Philly, Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, because they didn't want to pay him, which you know is understandable. And he plays a position that's not premium anymore. It's, it's running back, so you got to go with who's going to give you the biggest money at the time. He did his time. He got his, he, the Jets paid him eighteen, twenty something million dollars. He got that, you know, off of them. And now you know he's going to a team that fits his skill set. So now, you know, he's on a one-year, you know, show a deal. They can't really afford to keep him long-term. So, yeah, it does help him out. Because, like, if he if he has a halfway decent showing with uh with them and he helps them get to another Super Bowl, there's going to be teams calling for him next year. And they don't really need him because they have, you know, they have, they have, like, Clyde Edwards and they have the other guy, Damian Williams. So, it's you, you got everybody forgets about him. But he had a big game in the Super Bowl last year. Like, he – Basically, put the nail in the coffin for us. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he uh, he opted out for COVID. Yeah, so he hasn't been playing this year. So I just say that it does like Brett Favre. You know, I guess the way he said it was kind of harsh, but it does make sense. He does. He, he is going to help himself by being 
Oh, you know, on a marquee team, on a super, on a Super Bowl contending team. One of the things I think the Chiefs, the Chiefs, um, the last two games, I've noticed that they haven't really, which is good because for there in the long term, they haven't really been getting the explosive plays downfield, but they've been methodically getting the ball down the field. Um, they just got to be tricky. I always try to tell people, no matter what the record is. You gotta be careful with division rivals. And Denver seems to always be able to play well against certain teams. And uh I won't pick them like I picked the Raiders against the Chiefs that week, but I'll just say that uh I think it's gonna be kind of close. Our next game. I think this is a make or break game for both teams. And it's the reason why um the divisions they play in. And it's the 49ers and the Pats. <laughs> I think that the 49ers is in a tough situation because <laughs> they, the, the, the two teams that's ahead of them, three teams that's ahead of them. Woo! I didn't realize the 49ers was in fourth place in the division. Mm. I think that this, this is the problem, that they're in that division that's probably one of the toughest divisions in the league. And they're going against the coach who has won – Job to do, and that's to take, a away, take, a, take away the number one option. And I also think that the Pats being in the AFC East and how Buffalo is playing and how Miami is coming along, this is a big game for them too as well. Uh, COVID uh, and the rescheduling games, you can clearly see that it's effective Pats play. Um, they haven't been able to generate touchdowns. They've been just kicking field goals. They was in a field goal game last week. So what do you guys think about this 49? Anthony, I'll come to you last. <laughs> Dwayne, what do you think about this 49er pack game? I mean, it's interesting that this is the 49ers. This is what, weeks? what are we in, week seven, right? Yes. This is their third trip to the East Coast, man. Like, mm -hmm. they've had to travel to the East Coast a lot. Um, but with all that being said, I think the 49ers do enough to win today in New England. Um, I know they won't have Mozart this week. I think he's out. But uh, I've always, always, and you know this, Q, I've always been a fan of McKinnon since he was back with the Vikings. I just love his game. I think he has a big game for the 49ers today against the Patriots, and I think porn star Jimmy does just, a, <laughs> does just enough for them to win today. I mean, that's, that's – actually, Anthony, what people don't realize is that we call that, and that is a compliment. Trust I me. Know, I, I know. Because <laughs> that, thing, hey, he had, that thing he had on his shoulder, boy. She, you know, she was bad, man. Look, man, if, if you single, man, you ain't married, and you got all that money, man, you got you to gotta, gotta live your life, man. If you're going to do it, do it thing, Jimmy. Mama. Man. Listen, I ain't mad. That, that's a for me. That's a for me. That's a term of endearment. Now, Anthony, yeah, if you look like how he looks, man. If you look like how he looks and you got the money, man. Hey, it's a Anthony, term before, of endearment. Before I brother. before I come to you, Anthony, I'm, I'm gonna just say that I can't pick the winner of this game. I'm on the fence with this game. Well, get off um, the fence, man. We don't allow that here. You gotta have a choice. Picking you on the fence. You gonna pick the Patriots. Just go you ahead. Pick a, you, pick a big, you pick a big. You pick a big. You pick a big. Honestly, honestly, you pick against your Cowboys yes. every week, and they're gonna sit here and talk about you on the fence on this game. Go straight ahead and up. Pick, go ahead and straight up. Get on this. Anthony, Anthony, with that Mozart not playing. Okay. I gotta, I gotta pick the Pats. Okay. All um, right. And the reason, the reason why I'm picking the Pats is because um, 
I believe that New England, what they're going to do is force Jimmy, porn star Jimmy to beat them. Mm. And um, I don't think he's going to be able to get the ball to deep, deep, deep. So they're going to use his weaknesses. Um, But I do think the Pats' offense is limited. And the Pats need to win like a 17-13 type of game. Okay. I don't think the Pats could get in a shootout with them. If the 49ers (laughs) do start scoring, they can score. That's the weird thing about the 49ers. They score in bunches. I'm going to explain that. So, all right. So, the Patriots having limitations helps us. You know what I'm saying? Because we have we have both of our corners playing well. Mosley being back was huge last week. And now Jason Verrett, if we had a comeback player of the year, you know what I'm saying? That kid is playing lights out. Like he like you gotta figure he shut down Cooper Cup and Robert Woods last week. He made he erased them. You know what I'm saying? I'm just like, okay, okay, Verrett, you trying to play for a contract. You finally not injured. You play you back back to that Pro Bowl level he was playing. Now, with Mostert gone, a lot of people don't know about this kid, Jamichael Hasty. Jamichael Hasty is out of uh was out of uh Baylor. And we were hiding him on the practice squad because he's really good. He came in like he came in after Mostert got hurt and gave us a couple of big runs. He had like I think four or five carries. He had like, you know, like like 40, 50 something yards. And he can catch the ball. And he's a little bit, he's got a little bit more wiggle and explosion than McKinnon right now. And like he's he runs hard. So, you know, I think Kyle Shanahan is like I, Kyle Shanahan's kind of been waiting to feature this boy right now. So we're gonna put him in. And I think we can offset losses in the running game with Debo and Ayuk running, running, you know, the jet sweeps and stuff like that. So I think that we have enough athleticism. And plus with the Kittle factor that we can probably win this game. And we usually, since Kaepernick, we usually play pretty well up in uh, New England. Because the last time we actually went to New England and played, um, you know, with Kaepernick, we we, we, we won and beat them. Plus, I think, Kaepernick name dropped twice. Yeah, twice plus on the show. I, think that, I think that Garoppolo is really going to be up for this game because, you know, you're playing your old squad. You're playing your old coach, and you know what I'm saying? You got something to prove out here right now because everybody's like, oh, blah, 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 blah. But I think we're going to – I think I think the 49ers – I think we're going to win the game. I think the Patriots limitations just help us. Like, okay. Yeah. That's great. We're going <laughs> to move along. I mean, it's not – Don't, it's don't not get easy. trolled today, Anthony. Don't let them troll you yeah. today. Hey, Anthony, we're going to talk about that. Too. <laughs> listen, listen. I got to get Tyrone Haston on the show. But, Anthony, the man said you be running when your teams lose, bro. I don't be running. The man said you be All I'm I'm just going to say, I'm just going to say, I'm going to tag y'all later. I'm going to tag both of y'all. Tyrone be Tyrone. I want to know who be running, yo. Tyrone be running, man. He went dope. Look, I'm going to say this right here, and everybody knows it. Uh Uh Uh-oh, uh-oh. He beat. The Packers last year, Tyrone was gone from Facebook for a week. I'd have put a meme up to find him. I will I will be inviting Tyrone Haston on the show for next week. Let's next see week. if he comes on. Yes, uh, sir. Jaguars, Chargers. All right, so you got two teams, right? The Jaguars have lost five in a row. The Chargers have lost four in a row. Each team has not won since week one. Um. 
I'm a big Anthony Lynn fan. I want them to turn it around because I'm afraid they'll fire him, and and I don't think he deserves it. Uh, he is starting a, a rookie quarterback and and Herbert, and I like Herbert a lot, man. He's been showing me a lot, so uh, I'm going Chargers today at home at SoFi. Chargers versus who? The Jaguars. Jaguars. Yeah, now now I know they they may they may bench Minshew. And stuff like that, they're packing it in. The, the, the Jaguars are packing it in. And like like Dwayne said, I hope Anthony Lynn doesn't get fired. It just goes back to like kind of what the NBA said is that like you know, the NBA, like they like I forgot who said it, but they were like the black coaches never get a chance to play, never get a chance to coach, like you know, like kind of franchise changing players. And you know, like I like I said, I've told you before. That I that I've liked her, like Herbert and what he can show. And he uh, he basically has shown that he has the ability to be a, a, a franchise quarterback and you know a top level starter. And it would be a shame if Anthony Lynn didn't get a chance to coach this boy like for a, for a, you know a full season, you know plus a trainer camp, you know and all that. So you know I'm hope like I said I'm, I'm going with the Chargers. I'm hoping that they don't fire Lynn because you know. He made a lot of sacrifices, man. He actually, like, he liked Tyrod, and he actually said, like, you know, like, look, man, like, you know, it is what it is. It's a shame what happened to you, but we got to go with this boy Herbert, man. And, you know, he basically – I hope he doesn't sacrifice his position as a coach, you know, you know, you know for this. And Anthony, it would be a shame to see him gone. Anthony Lynn is done in San Diego. It's not fair though, man. Anthony Lynn is a very good coach. He's a he's a players coach and he's a disciplinarian coach. Um, unfortunately, that franchise can't get out of their own way. Um, the injuries alone should be a reason why he should come back after next season, after this season. But unfortunately, these type of coaches, these type of guys, um, don't say, it coach clear, well. say, it, say it clear. Say it clear. Steve Wilkes, Vance Steve Wilkes, Vance Joseph. It's almost crazy because there's a common I'm, trend right there. Yeah. Just say I, it like I, it is. I, I'll say this that if Will McClay gets that GM job in the Texans and he don't hire Matt Eberfuss, if he hires Anthony Lynn and he goes down to the Texans, watch out. Because Anthony Lynn can coach. Anthony Lynn can coach. Anybody that don't think he can coach, go back to that job he did that that playoff game against San Diego and Baltimore and what he did to minimize Lamar Jackson. That was a coaching masterpiece he put on. Um, but uh, for this game, I'm going to say the Chargers. Jacksonville, like we say, they're playing for the quarterback of next year. And the Chargers still got some fighting them. They still got the Chargers is one of the most talented teams in the NFL. It's just still unfortunate the injury bug helped them, but hopefully Coach Lynn gets another chance. Um Seahawks Cardinals. This game got flexed into Monday night. And um very interesting game. The Cardinals came off of an embarrassing display yesterday last week. But the Cardinals did not play well. A lot of people think the way they did Dallas um was indicative of them. No, the way they did the way they did Dallas was indicative of how bad Dallas's defense played because the man only completed 10 passes. 
10 or 24. Um, he looked it bad. And a couple of those passes he left, a couple of those plays he left on the table. You don't see certain teams you don't see get beat. The Seahawks, you can beat the Seahawks. You can't score on the Seahawks. But if you notice with the Seahawks is you very rarely can throw deep against that their cover three because their players know what position to be in. Unlike the Cowboys, when they play cover three, they <laughs> let guys run. They let guys run right past them. So I really think that the Seahawks will uh, dismantle the Cardinals and put them back in their place this week. Um, uh, Russell Wilson is MVP so far this year. He's playing uh, great football. He's prob- he probably has the two best wideout combination in the league that's underrated because I don't think most people understand how good DK Metcalf has came from last year. And uh, every game you watch with Seattle, no matter who you are, Lockett is always doing something. Yeah. You you could he may not show up if you look at receiving yards and receiving leaders, you'll never see Lockett. But if you watch the Seahawks games, Lockett is always up to his up to his old tricks. And um <laughs> he's Pete, the perfect he's the perfect Pete, quarterback. I mean, wide out for uh Pete is a smart coach, and yeah. um one thing that Pete did two years ago, and I think it's paying off still now, is that Pete ran the football a lot the last two years. And now everybody's saying he's letting Russ cook, but at any given moment, they could go back to playing, uh, you know, the Schottenheimer way of football because you know who the offensive coordinator is. So I really like the Seahawks uh, in this game. I think that they're going to just demolish the Cardinals. I mean, demolish them. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think? I uh, like I said, that's in my that's in my division. So. A Cardinals loss helps me anyway. So, 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 but um, like I said, I think everybody got on the Cardinals hype train early. You know, they, you know, they saw, you know, they saw, um, uh, 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 you know, um, Merck Kyler running around making plays. The De- DeAndre, you know, whatever. But you know, they still have. They still have big problems. Their defense isn't isn't good. <laughs> it's not good. And, you know, like, it's been shown that, you know, you can bottle up Kyler at times. And he's still, mind you, he's still only a second-year guy. He's a second-year guy. So he's still he's still learning as well. Um, as for the uh, as for the, uh, the Seahawks, like I said, Russell Wilson's been playing lights out. Lights out. The MVP level, lights out. You know, five touchdowns a game. He had a bad game. You know, they had a bad game last week, but, you know, every team has those type of games. They still fought through it and found a way to win. So, you know, you can't, you can't fault them. You know, and I, and I guess like you said before, DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett, man, like I'm still kind of tore. Like I like Debo, but I'm like, damn, like, like you like as, 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 as a, as a coach and as a player, I'm just like, you didn't see that? Like, you didn't, like, you, you know what I'm saying? You didn't see a 6'4", 240-pound beast that can run a 4'3"? Like, you didn't want to give that a chance? Like, you have to, you have to take, you have to get that. <laughs> you have to take a flyer on that. But, um, you know, but now he's with Russ, and you see what they're doing right now. You know, and like you said, Pete Carroll is a great coach. He's a great coach. And, you know, he always has his guys ready to play. He always has his guys in position to win. So, you know, I can't I can't go against them. You know, and like you know, I as as a 49er fan, I hate the Seahawks. I hate to see them do good, <laughs> but, but, but uh, I can't I can't discount it, man. I can't I can't discount it. They're they're 
they're like a juggernaut right now. They're doing very well. So, yeah, Seahawks. <laughs> is that a is that a Dwayne? Is that a uh, that's a Julius Jones jersey? No, nah, that's a that's a Zeke throwback, bro. That's a Zeke throwback. But on this game, man, I think this game is gonna be a lot closer than people uh, think. Um, you know, I know it was against the Cowboys last week, but uh, Vance Joseph had his defense flying around last week. He made Buda, he made Buda Baker a Week Six star. Um, Patrick Peterson still on that other side. Um, I like some of the blitz concepts they had going last week. Um, I believe that Carson has to get that run game going because if he doesn't, then they're, they're just going to come out and they're just going to blitz it. But, uh, you know, little future stepdaddy going to cook, man. You know, he's he been cooking all year. Um, I think it's going to be a close one Sunday night. Um, I think the Seahawks pull it out. And I, I think you're looking at like a four, four to three point game for the Seahawks. And as usual, um, you know, uh, it's crazy is that with the uh, the COVID thing is that we had been getting used to these two Monday night games and the Tuesday game. And I think that the NFL, like Dwayne said earlier this week, the NFL might have struck on something because them two Monday night games or that game on Tuesday actually was really well. Um, the New York drive time, you get a game at that 5 o'clock hour. Um, and I think that the game last week in Buffalo, Buffalo, Kansas City, actually really did good ratings-wise. Um, yeah, I think I think the NFL really needs to consider scrapping that Thursday game and doing double headers on Monday, man. That, 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 that's it. I'm missing it this Monday that there's only one game. So one of the, so this big Monday night football game. Game Mondays, huh? Yeah. yeah this, we got a huge one this Monday. Um, very interesting game. Um, Chicago and the Rams. Very interesting. This game could get wrecked by Khalil Mack quickly, or it could be it could be an interesting game. Um I don't know. I, it's hard for me to pick. As good as Chicago is, Chicago's defense is really good. Chicago, um, like I said, when you have a good defense, once they start getting in two, three turnovers a game, they turn into special. Um, but I just don't – me, I don't trust Chicago's offense enough to win a big road game. Um, that's one of the biggest things for me when you have these defense, these teams like this is does your offense travel? And – I don't see Chicago's offense and offense traveling. Um, on the other side, I do know that the Rams' defense, what they have on the front line, that one player can destroy your whole game plan. I mean, I don't think we've ever seen a defensive tackle as good as him as much. But people would say, you know, and I remember Jerome Brown well. I was a Jerome Brown fan in college. Jerome Brown, I remember. I remember Cortez. I remember Warren Sapp. I don't remember a defensive tackle like this. This yeah. is not a defensive end. This defensive tackle is not normal. Um, you know who he reminds me of, though? He reminds me of a better, of a way better, because they both have, we're both around, we're both around the same size, a, like a way better version of John Randall. Like, Remember how John Randall was undersized? He was undersized, but he was just good as hell. <laughs> he was just good. He just would get in, man. <laughs> uh, this, this is something. This, this, 
I'm what? not taking nothing away from the Hall of Fame of Randall, but, but listen, this, this guy is something. So it's hard for me to pick this game. I mean, but I have to go with the home team and the Rams. I think the Rams will do just enough to beat them. Um, so I just Chicago's offense. I just don't. When you don't, when you when you have problems scoring, and then you got to go on the road. It's really like twice as hard. Um, yeah, Chicago's offense isn't it? But last week, like I said, Shanahan showed how you can contain Randall because. Like I like I was saying before, um, and it's crazy. It's not Daniel Brunskill, but it's another guy. I forget one of our other linemen, right? He he just knows how to play against against uh, Aaron Donald. Like every year, it happened last year. He played against he played against he played against uh, against them and did well. This year, the same thing. Like you know, it's just you beat Donald by the quick with the quick passing game. And running the ball. That's how you neutralize them. Quick passing game, screens, short, short dumps, get it to your tight ends, get it to your running backs. That's how you negate them. You know what I'm saying? But hey, every time, you know, if you drop back or you're in that, you're in that shotgun, you know, he's coming, he's coming for that. He's coming for you. But that's just that's how you that's how you take uh Donald off the field. Short, short passes, games. I think, you know. They're gonna look at that 49ers game last week, the coach, and they're gonna just be like, "Hey, this this is what we have to do," you know, they, they get the you know to stop him. And then um, same thing with golf. With golf, golf threw some awful passes in the 49ers game last week. If you get pressure on him, he folds like a wet blanket, and he throws some horrible passes. I was like, "Oh my god!" Like you're lucky you have Woods and Cup over there to make you look good because he was he was throwing some ducks and. Throwing to no throwing to you know no areas and short arming and stuff like that. So I you know I think the Rams you know are I think they're beatable. I think you know like if if like if uh, who's the quarterback of, of the Bears right now? I forget. Nick Foles. If Foles you know like I said if Foles has a halfway decent game you know they could win it. They they could definitely win it. But, you know but I you know I like um. Like I said, I, I don't know, man. I'm just not sold on the Rams. I think the Bears could play enough defense, you know, keep it close, and then I think Foles can win the game. So I'm going to go with the Bears. Yeah, um, I think the Bears are the most disrespected 5-1 team in the league. I think they play good defense. I think Nick Foles does just enough, and I like I like the Bears to, to win and uh, so far on Monday night. So I'm going. With, I'm going with the the Chicago Bears for my man Pat, because he ain't here. So I'm gonna do it for him. Bears move to six and one. <laughs> one one of the things that we discussed before we hit the air was um the Titans and, and we talked about the Titans totally disregard for the COVID and um they had these practices and they put the team at risk and they were actually the first team that made the NFL start changing their schedule around um. I think that $350,000 was not enough. Um, I, I know it sounds crazy. I may be saying this, but, you know, we got to understand that COVID is here. It's not going nowhere. And players um, or celebrities should be held, or as we might say, we should think they should be held at a higher standard. And the way that the, the, the Titans did it as professional football players was unnecessary. They they gave no regard for the COVID protocols. Um, three hundred fifty things. So they got fined three hundred fifty thousand dollars by the NFL. And then we have the the Giants. 
um, the Saquon Barkley and Daniel Jones was spotted in a bar. Uh, no mask, not practicing social distancing. And what people don't realize is that I need to say this in case nobody knows. The players can't even hang out with each other during social distancing. So even if they would have been with each other, they would have had to practice social distancing. If they would have been with the Giants in a Giants, uh, at a player's house or whatever, they have to still pra practice the protocols that the NFL put out. And they were spotted in a bar. You know everybody has a camera. You know somebody had to put the camera up to be – uh, seen, get their 10 minutes of fame, sold it to probably RLS or NJ.com, and now they're under investigation. And um, we know that the NFL is not to the tank on the fine, the Giants as well. So what are you guys' thoughts about uh, uh, these these players and these – not the teams because I don't want to say it's the teams. The players doing this stuff and not realizing how serious it is and um, putting everything at risk because uh, they, they're not practicing social distancing. So, you know, like, I think the fine should have been bigger. You know what I'm saying? Only because it's, like, blatant. It's, like, it's just blatant, man. It's just, like, damn, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that. <laughs> you're not supposed to be doing that. You're putting everybody at risk. You know, you want a football season, and it's hard enough, like, you know, Getting these guys to follow, you know, getting these guys to follow the rules, and you just do something blatant, man. It's like, damn, like, come on, man. Like, like, I understand you trying to, you know, you're trying to get out and trying to do things, but you're in the limelight and the spotlight, so it's certain things you can't do, you know. Like, you know, Saquon, it's like you already hurt, you know, what I'm saying Giants fans already in their feelings because you know, uh, you getting hurt and stuff like that, and you know, you like you know, everything going on with there. So it's it's just like it's just like a cluster it's just like a cluster F man. It's a clusterfuck, man. It's, it's, it's like come on man. You were one of the first teams to get shut down for COVID and then now we now we know the reason why because you're holding secret practices and stuff like that. So now you're making everything hot, man. You're making everything hot for everybody else. <laughs> who knows who else is throwing secret practices, man? <laughs> and I want a football season. We in week seven, man. I don't want to come out, you know, they just be like, you know, the rest of the season's canceled because y'all don't know how to act. Like, <laughs> so that's just my thoughts on it, man. I'm just like, come on, guys. They got to they do better. Hey, Dwayne, make sure you add Tyrone Harrison to that thread. I forgot how to do it. Okay, I will. Yes, we want to um, get him in there next week and you know, two things I want to him and Anthony can go at it. You want some controversy. You're going to be talking about all kinds of stuff, man. I want to address this uh, COVID situation, and there's one last thing I would like to address if you give me the platform to address it, uh, Mr. Ford. Um, the COVID thing, I just think, you know, as a society, we got to be doing a little bit better. Not just these NFL players, as we can see, the numbers are increasing. Um, we let our guard down a little bit, which is normal, man. We've been at this thing since March. So um, I just want NFL players to be smart about what they're doing. Um, but, again, you see stuff on IG, you see stuff on Facebook, where there's just regular people, man, that's in these bars and everything like that, not really social distancing, not really wearing their masks. And we got to stay diligent and we got to stay safe. You know, um, but we all love football. We know that the season goes fast, man. Look, we're in week seven already. 
just feel like the season just started. That's what's the greatness about the NFL and about football. It's here, and then it's gone, so we need to enjoy it as much as we can. Um, I don't know how you're wrapping the show, bro, but if I could just, uh, you know, this is a football review show, so it's not just um, – it's not no. just pros we're talking you, about. I know you want to talk about the seven on seven, most likely. No, 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 no. What I would like to talk about, and that's a big event too that I put up there for for Kim, and hopefully they're gonna get people to to to. Uh, I shared it on my pages, and hopefully they can get people to donate. You know, gently worn clothes, and I know a lot of people do seven on sevens now, so hopefully they'll get good support. But I just wanted to make note. You know, we know the Big Ten came back yesterday, and Something very significant happened last night that's not getting a lot of publicity in the mainstream media, and I think it should. Um, Not because they're my favorite team and they're one, but the Michigan-Minnesota game last night was a primetime game on ABC at Minnesota. And it was the first major Power 5 college football game that was officiated, handled in the replay booth. The whole show was handled by African-Americans. Every official on the field, clock operator, replay people. They had a they had African American young lady who was a side judge, and it was a very well played game. It was well officiated, and I just think we need to to make note of that. I I, I just say kudos to them. They did a great job, and hopefully, they get acknowledgement for what they did last night. Did they did they do that to Dwayne uh, in honor of George Floyd? They just did it for equality. Um, they also had Kevin Warner there, who's the new president of the Big Ten. He's also African-American. And, uh, you know, I just think it was a great, great thing. And it's just you don't, you're not hearing about it today, which is very, very interesting to me. But I thought they did a very, very good job. With that, we're going to close the show. Well, uh, wait a minute, real quick. What's up with the 7 on 7? We'll, uh, we'll, if you look at my page, you, yeah. we'll talk off. We'll talk offline on that. Okay, for sure. Yeah, that's gonna be interesting. I think we're gonna get Kim on the show, Dwayne, one of these days. Yeah, just um, to talk again. about it. Yeah, my company, Probably. my company will definitely donate. We'll definitely donate. See, there you go, Dwayne. Got us some donations. Yes, but with that, we're gonna close the show. Great football today. Uh, great games on the on the docket, and uh, we'll be talking to you guys soon. With that, have a blessed Sunday. Yep. Yes, sir.